The National Party has unveiled its long-awaited tax relief plan, which could see some families $125 better off per week. National is promising to introduce four new taxes to cover the cost, including a levy on foreign buyers who will once again be able to purchase homes here. The party would also scrap cheaper public transport and use money meant for lowering emissions to pay for the tax cuts. Our political reporter Katie Scotcher has the details. National has long talked up its concern about what it calls the squeezed middle. These are the New Zealanders who work hard for a living. Often they juggle multiple jobs and family responsibilities. And right now, under Labour, they are struggling to get ahead. National's Nicola Willis today revealing her party's plan to help those people through its long-awaited tax policy. Its centrepiece tax cuts delivered by raising income tax thresholds in line with inflation. National would also increase or expand tax credits like working for families. To those people who are working extra hours, taking extra shifts to make it all add up, National sees your effort, we see your work, relief is on its way. Under National's plan, a family with children on an average income of $120,000 would get $250 a fortnight. A couple without children earning the same amount would receive $100. People on lower incomes would get less. Those earning $60,000 would keep $50 a fortnight, while a minimum wage worker would get an extra $20 every two weeks. That is meaningful tax relief that will make a real difference to people's daily lives. National is restating its commitment to remove the taxes introduced by Labour, including the Auckland Regional Fuel and App taxes. National leader Christopher Luxon also wants to fully restore interest deductibility for rental properties and bring back the Bright Line test to two years. We expect downward pressure on rents because what we're saying very clearly is that those two initiatives that the government were advised not to do added $75 a week to rents. Initial reaction from these Kiwis is mixed. 50 bucks more a week sounds okay. Doesn't sound like it'll make much difference to me and my husband. From what I've heard, it it doesn't sound too beneficial for someone like me. I don't think it will make any difference to me personally. National's tax plan would cost $14.5 billion over four years. New taxes, including a levy on offshore operators of online gambling services, would help cover some of that cost. The most revenue would come from a 15% foreign buyer tax on the purchase of homes worth over $2 million. Nicola Willis is adamant it won't increase house prices. These buyers won't be competing with ordinary uh, New Zealanders uh, and also they will um, face a major barrier to speculation because they'll be paying 15% more than any New Zealander, which will deter speculation. Labour is suspicious of the amount of revenue a foreign buyer tax would generate. The party has attacked the plan, saying the numbers don't add up as they rely on more foreign buyers coming into the market market every year. It's a voodoo plan, it's a fantasy plan, it doesn't add up. There are certainly some assumptions in there that would be very hard to stack up. Con- the Green Party is also critical of National's policy, specifically its plan to use emissions trading scheme revenue, which is currently used to lower emissions to help pay for the tax cuts. 
Co-leader James Shaw made no attempt to hide his frustration. It pisses me off to tell you the truth. What they're doing is they're taking the money that is um, set aside for action on climate change and they're ploughing it into a general tax cut. That, that to me is, uh, you know, it, it, it incenses me because it's completely irresponsible. National's plan would require deeper cuts to the public service on top of the almost $4 billion of cuts announced by the Labour government earlier this week. Labour's Andrew Little says this would affect frontline services. Whether it's an MSD, whether it's in immigration, whether it's in health, whatever it is, it will mean that there will be fewer services that people will, inter- will interact with. That is not true. National is adamant frontline services would not be affected as ministers would be specifically instructed to reduce back office spending. And that was Katie Scotcher reporting. Our political editor, Jane Patterson, joins us now from our Parliament studio. Kia ora, Jane. So how does it all stack up so far? Kia ora, Lisa. Well, of course, as you've just heard there, uh, Labour ministers are busy tearing the plan apart. They're all looking in their different areas and, and seeing uh, where they can pick holes in National's plan. And just before we came to air, uh, Labour put out a, a media release questioning the amount of money, for example, that uh, National could hope to raise from that foreign buyer's uh, tax. So uh, there's still quite a lot of debate there in terms of the fiscals and how it all balances up, but certainly some pretty strong criticism off the bat. But look, National says this is a good solid plan. It's been costed out. It's been put together really carefully. And in terms of those um, tax cuts or the extra income or the back pocket boosters, they're calling it, it's made up of a collection of different things. So there are some uh, income threshold changes. There's a use of another tax credit for people without children and sort of um, in the sort of 40 to 70 um, income bracket. And also they've um, included in there also the child care rebate that they announced a few months ago. So we're hearing, um, you know, there's one figure being thrown around, you know, an average family, uh, a, a family earning about $120,000 as a household with a couple of kids. You know, they could save up to $250 a fortnight, but you have to look at that in the component parts. So it's not just tax cuts, and that's why this package will be different um, for lots of different people, depending on your independent circumstances. Okay, a couple of fish hooks. Let's talk about the public transport subsidies, scrapping them. So this was um, an element of the plan that was not highlighted um, either in the in the presentation or in the document, um, but basically it would move to scrap all of those public transport subsidies, and that's um, free for some children up to a certain age and half price for other people, um, I think up, up to about 20, age 24. But it also covers um, people on community service cards or the cards for um, disabled or low-income New Zealanders, so they would all be gone. National says that the evidence just doesn't stack up in terms of the spending on the money, providing the incentives or or giving bang for the buck is what it's intended. But if you look at, um, for example, a family with a few kids travelling to school and back, um, maybe not getting so much out of the uh, Nationals plan, you know, it could start to dilute the savings that it could have. So that came as a surprise and that's prompted, as you'd expect, um, quite a lot of reaction. The other one is for low-income families. So National has been very 
direct about wanting to target what it calls the squeeze middle. So, you know, I suppose your sort of average household people, you know, going off to work, um, earning decent money, but still really struggling. But in this plan, um, because of the way that it's structured, those lower income families would get a bit of a tax cut, but that's really about it and they could maybe get some more money through childcare. So that's another criticism that there is quite a target on uh, those more middle income families rather than the lowest earners. But Jane, this is not the full picture, right? So this is the tax plan. It's not the full fiscal plan. What did they have to say about that? That's right. So um, the original idea from National was that they would release their tax and their fiscal plan altogether, which is really important because you need to be able to see how all the different policies stack up. And I'll give you one example. So today, uh, Nicola Willis, the finance spokesperson, highlighted that National would take off the Auckland fuel tax, the regional fuel tax, and it would also not go ahead with petrol excise tax hikes that Labor has outlined. Um, But what it announced in its uh, transport package, but not today, is that actually that could be replaced with congestion charging. You could see toll roads and other taxes. So um, it's always going to come from somewhere. So you need to see that in the whole picture. But basically they decided to release their tax plan before the books are opened up on the 12th of September in what we call pre-FU, the pre-election fiscal update. And that is the most up-to-date showing of the books. And we're expecting the economy to get worse for those signs to be dropping down, for tax revenue to be dropping. So there are all questions about whether National will be able to sustain its whole plan um, in those worsening economic conditions. It says it it can. It says that it has done this plan so it's self-funded and, quote, won't be reliant on or won't be um, impacted by the the mess that uh, Labor might leave the books in. But that's going to be where the whole plan will be looked up, can be measured against the government's plan, um, and that won't happen, as I said, for another couple of weeks. So uh, the tax plan has to be seen for what it is and the numbers and the there is a lot of detail and a lot of different elements to it, but it really won't be until that briefing that we can really look at National and Labor's plan side by side and, and make a proper judgment about it. Thanks for the analysis, Jane. That is RNZ political editor Jane Patterson joining us live from the Parliament studio.